Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Daily Bolt with your host, Dr. Jeff Tilley. Today's topic, a week after Lane, the tropics have gotten much busier. So, okay, I am sitting here, it is the evening of Labor Day, and over the course of the day, we have had the development of Tropical Storm Gordon just off the southwest coast of Florida, and headed over the Gulf of Mexico over the next two days, expected to strengthen and become a nominal hurricane by the time it makes landfall, probably somewhere in the general vicinity of Biloxi, Mississippi. So, where did Gordon come from, and why haven't we heard that much about it up until this point? Well, Gordon arose out of a tropical wave that moves from east to west through the tropical and subtropical latitudes, uh, this time of year especially, uh, these waves can definitely be moving uh, through higher latitudes, more of what we call the subtropics rather than the deep tropics. And this tropical wave has actually been advertised and watched very carefully over the last five to six days by various forecasters within the National Hurricane Center, the National Weather Service, and other branches of the National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration. So this tropical wave was something that was certainly expected to come over and impact at least the Florida Peninsula over this weekend and <coughs> exit into the Gulf of Mexico. It was expected not to necessarily intensify as it began its trek across the Gulf of Mexico and continued basically an east to west trek across the Gulf to the South Texas coast and into Mexico. So what has happened is that this particular tropical wave began to develop some degree of what we call a surface circulation. That surface circulation is what we call a cyclonic circulation. In the northern hemisphere, that is basically a clockwise flow. And that can occur whenever the thunderstorms that accompany the tropical wave develop sufficiently so that there's what we call a high-level outflow. And that allows for mass that's going upward in the thunderstorm to outflow in a clockwise or an anticyclonic fashion. Basically, the continued loss of mass helps draw more air into the cyclone, draws more air in, in a rising uh, trajectory, begins to allow for a circular if counterclockwise flow to develop throughout the middle levels of the atmosphere as well as close to the surface. And so this is basically what has happened. And we have during the course of the overnight hours last night into the early morning hours today had enough of a development of what we call a closed circular circulation, again counterclockwise in its orientation, such that the National Hurricane Center felt confident in proclaiming uh, this system now as a tropical cyclone named Gordon. Why is it named Gordon? Because farther out in the uh, Atlantic, much closer to the African coast, the Cape Verde Islands, which is a very favored area for tropical cyclone formation this time of year, we now have also tropical storm Florence. And Florence basically has been 
uh, slowly churning uh, eastward, sorry, westward as well, uh, from Africa for the last couple of days, uh, and it is now located about 40 degrees west longitude, about 18 degrees uh, north latitude. That is substantially farther east of all the Caribbean islands. It is significantly farther south of the position in terms of latitude that Gordon is now located at. So we have both Florence and we have Gordon. Gordon being the more significant uh, concern for the next couple of days. And it's already been a concern for Southwest Florida and the upper Florida Keys in particular that have already experienced some heavy rainfall today, that have already had to deal with uh, some storm surge, particularly on the north and eastern side of the storm, which basically means the western uh, coast of the Florida Peninsula, particularly south of the Tampa area. Now, Gordon is headed now to the west-northwest. Uh, it's basically moving at a fairly brisk pace. It's still uh, exhibiting a lot of the initial speed of the tropical wave, uh, about 17 miles an hour. That's relatively typical for many tropical waves. Its maximum sustained winds are about 50 miles per hour. That makes it kind of a uh, medium run-of-the-mill tropical storm in terms of wind strength. But the question is now, what's going to happen to Gordon? And most of the track models keep the, the track forecast within a pretty tight band over the next couple of days. That's partly because of the uh, particular steering currents that do exist uh, that are affecting Gordon to some degree, as well as the fact that uh, it has momentum uh, from the east to the west and in it, from its former status as a tropical wave. So Gordon is going to move to the west-northwest, cross the Gulf of Mexico, cross the Gulf uh, where the temperatures are pretty warm in terms of ocean temperatures. Ocean temperatures are significantly over 30 degrees Celsius or about 86 degrees Fahrenheit. That's pretty toasty. For those of you who are big ocean beach aficionados, you know that water temperatures in the mid-80s definitely feel very, very toasty. Uh, and so that brings a significant amount of potential fuel for Gordon to develop. However, it is moving into an environment where something we've talked about before in these podcasts, vertical shear, will come into play. The vertical shear will affect the efficiency of this outflow in the upper atmosphere over the center of Gordon. And as a result, it will tend to make the system less efficient as it develops. So we're going to have kind of two things fighting each other. We've got good fuel from the very warm ocean temperature environment in the Gulf of Mexico, and we have some shear to worry about. And so the general forecast is for slow strengthening as Gordon crosses the Gulf of Mexico so that it should reach hurricane strength probably just before landfall uh, in the southern coast of Mississippi, again, not far or directly over the city of Biloxi. It won't necessarily strengthen much beyond a nominal hurricane strength. At least that's the way the projections look right now. And I don't see a reason to disagree with them myself at this particular point in time. These projections suggest Gordon will probably attain 
winds of about 75 or 80 miles an hour uh, before it gets to landfall, but that's enough to drive a significant storm surge into the beach areas and coastal cities of the Gulf Coast. Granted, this strength of a hurricane is something that most of the cities along the Gulf Coast are used to dealing with. Uh, they have several days to get ready. Uh, there's uh, definitely enough notice that the impacts from Gordon should probably be relatively minimized compared to what they could otherwise be. And so this storm may have basically relatively low impacts as far as hurricanes are concerned. There probably will be some flooding from the storm surge, but probably not as intense a flooding as what Hawaii had to deal with from Hurricane Lane last weekend. And, her, and Hawaii is still cleaning up from Hurricane Lane. Lane got relatively close, but not as close to Oahu as it was feared it was going to make, and so some of the impacts to Oahu and to Maui were a little bit less. There still was significant flooding, a ton of rainfall, lots of drainage canals, small streams, uh, well over their banks and causing substantial flooding damage. Uh, and some significant beach erosion as well on the Big Island, especially in areas that have already been hit hard by the continuing volcanic eruptions that have been going on. Uh, and we've almost forgotten about those in the context of this hurricane. But uh, the eruptions are continuing and there are still impacts from uh, the uh, Kilauea eruption on the Big Island. Anyway, that's the picture in the Atlantic. And guess what? We still have more going on in the Pacific, and Hawaii may need to worry about some things again in a, uh, about four to five days, perhaps maybe a little bit longer. We'll talk about that in the next podcast. This is kind of a uh, split podcast uh, so that these don't get too long for you. But this is the Atlantic Hurricane update. The Pacific one will follow in the next podcast. If you've gotten some value from this podcast, please do me a favor and share it with somebody that you know and love. Uh, maybe not necessarily know and love, but at least somebody that you know and work with. And if you've really gotten some value from this, please feel free to become a patron. The more patrons we have, the more we'll be able to do these podcasts, the more features I'll be able to add, like do a lot more in the way of video and other types of presentation formats. But uh, if you didn't get value from this, well, that's okay. I uh, hope you didn't feel like you wasted your, your time and that you'll come back and listen to some more of our podcasts in the future. But at least like and share, download, subscribe, all those good things. For now, this is Dr. Jeff Tilley with The Daily Bolt wishing you good night, good afternoon, good morning, and God bless.